Welcome to the Make Music Income Podcast with Stephen Bettle of the Production Music Academy and me, Eric Copeland of Make Music Income. In this podcast, we'll talk about our experiences in music licensing as music artists with online channels, our publishing and royalty incomes, and our combined over 40 years experience as music producers for hire. So let's get started with today's episode. Well, hello, everyone. Aloha from Hawaii. We are so glad you're joining us today. And uh, let's see if we're getting sound here. Yeah. I think so. I hear us. I hear us. Everything's good there. All right, cool. Um, Wow, if you're in the chat, you are here for a momentous occasion, my friends. We are live here in Hawaii celebrating our 50th episode of the Make Music Income podcast, and so glad everybody is here. Boy, it's early here in Hawaii, and uh, Steve, you can tell, is still in his sunglasses uh, recovering from the... uh, the, the the crazy uh flight uh from vancouver i don't know which way around the world you had to come uh steve uh, to, we, to hawaii we, we but. west and uh i'm jet lagged and uh <laughs> and uh yeah i need like a, a mimosa or something like that because uh it is hot out here and it is nice to be uh, to be away from the snow and the cold of uh of vancouver same yeah <laughs> it's good to be away from the uh the cold here in Florida, I mean <laughs> in Florida, uh, here in Hawaii, much better right? to be here. Um, not sure if you can hear out there, but uh, a lot of a lot of waves going on over here yeah. in the ocean, uh, right where Steve and I are. We're, we have a dual camera situation going on, so Steve's on the other side of me, so I can be looking at him as we speak. But uh, <laughs> uh, everyone, thank you so much for joining us here and joining us live. This is our first live we have ever done before with the Make Music Income podcast. Relatively easy to do, so it might be something we do once we get back to our our, our, our home countries uh, or our, our back to our... You know, how did the power passport uh, thing happen for you, Steve? Did you have some trouble? No, no, they, you know, Americans, uh, they love me. They love us Canadians <laughs> at the border. Did you get a, I, I don't have my lay that they gave me when I got in the airport, but do you still have yours or? Uh, no, some, some crazy lady took it away. <laughs> I'm sure she did. Well, everybody is in here. Let's see who is here today. Uh, ISO is in the house. Hey man, how's it going? Bradford Knights. Good to see you. What is time difference? Uh, it's seven thirty. Uh, or so here, as far as we know, as far as you know, uh, Andreas is here. Celebration time is, is crazy. Yes, Marco is here. Marco. Signature Music is here with us. Uh, Thomas Kasi is here. Rhett from the Mix Club. <laughs> Rhett has a doubtful uh, emoji on there. Jonathan Carl, I can hear the waves, can't see them move. Well, they're... Yeah, they're more hitting against the rocks behind me. You can't really see behind me, but they're they're hitting behind me. Or it's, it might be Steve's mic. I don't it's know. Not that, it's not that windy out as you can see behind me because the tree is just perfectly. <laughs> it's very felt. very calm. It's, very it's calm. extremely calm here in Hawaii today. Yeah, and we did bring <laughs> our own mics. Me. You have to bring your own mics to Hawaii. Uh, <laughs> they didn't. Let, they don't let you in with that kind of stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> we brought. 
Uh, it, I don't know. I mean, they, they have these mics in Hawaii. It's not like the, these mics don't yeah. exist there. And so also the chairs. Yes, I did bring my own chair. I had it flown in because uh, I just only, I really only do a podcast in one. <laughs> Hello, Linda. Uh, yes, the waves are moving so fast they look steel. Exactly. Uh, I don't. I think there's a time lapse problem with the video. All the way from Hawaii might it's be the problem. Mm -hmm. Steve's hair is not moving. It is yeah, not. Well, it, like he I has said, it's very still. It's he very has it sprayed day. down pretty good too. <laughs> That's why I wear a hat. All right, so let's. Thanks everybody for being here. Welcome to the fiftieth. Uh, the 50th uh, episode of the Make Music Income podcast. For you, uh, for those of you who are listening to this, uh, you, you're just going to have to be treated to the beautiful sounds of birds and waves as, uh, as, as we you know, go about this podcast. We, we can't do anything about nature, folks. Nature is what it is, and that's, that's <laughs> one, of the, one of the drawbacks of being here on the beach. Um, but first, let me go ahead. I'm Eric Copeland. Let me go ahead now and introduce, you know him, you love him, from Vancouver, Canada, and now in Hawaii, Mr. Stevie B. There's some, also some video interference with his camera. I don't know what it is, but uh, it's probably know. just the, the time. Yeah, it's technical. As long as you can hear me, it's okay. We've never done this before, so this kind of uh, live uh, video, so that's probably what that is. It's very exciting, and can you believe it's it's this is our fiftieth episode? It's it's kind of crazy. I don't even know how we've managed to do fifty episodes, and it's been more than a year, like I you said now. Yeah, over and, a year, uh, and we still, you know, we just always have stuff to talk about, which is cool. Um, there's always so much going on in the music biz with whether it's sync licensing or you're or composing or whatever, and uh, here we are. We're still chatting about it. It's great. Um, so here's to 50 more. Yeah. 50 more. What will we do at Thanks, 100? Andreas. I think we're going to have to go to the moon. We're, we're <laughs> going to, we're going to go to the moon on, on episode 100. <laughs> we're going to have to talk with Jeff hey, Bezos and we're going to get already in. going there. I mean, we could just oh. get, catch a ride. It's not like it's impossible. We'll, we'll catch a ride with Elon to, to the moon or and the, Mars 200. Isn't there like a moon mission going on right now? I don't know, man. Argos is actually have one. I know you do. You should have it. <laughs> no one wants to hear that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we almost did have a gentle ukulele, but it's just so noisy with the waves and the birds, and uh, it's just too much. too much. So yeah. So Steve, what's been going on with you this week? Besides, before you got on the red eye this morning, mm -hmm. and or or last night, or whenever you took the red eye to, to Hawaii, what uh, what's been going on with you? Well. This week has been sort of challenging. Uh, you know, I, I've, there's a lot going on. I've been trying to finish this project up for Artlist. Um, it's, uh, you know, I've spoken about it in the last two episodes, I think. It's about writing kind of like, it's like this project about writing love songs. It's, it's for, their, um, for their wedding filter, uh, you know? So it's, uh, there's, a, there's a layer of complexity with lyrical, uh, lyrical content in, in music that I'm just not used to. And, you know, and it's, I think that a lot of people listening could probably relate to this on, on some level. It's like we're, we're so, um, we, we do a lot of instrumental music, you know, that's kind of yeah, uh, the bulk yeah. of, of what we do as, as like media composers. So um, when I'm trying to sort of get into the lyrical um, game, I, I just, I, it's not that I, I struggle that much, but I, I, I'll start ideas, I'll build them up and then I'll just 
I'll just grow to like really dislike them. And then I'll, and I'll constantly, constantly be starting things from scratch. And it's really frustrating. Um, and I, I haven't experienced that in a long time. It's kind of a humbling thing to experience that frustration. Cause this is something that I, I, you know, went through a lot when I was starting uh, with music production and starting with like sync licensing. And I would get, um, you know, really obsessed with, with songs. And then I would listen to them over and over and spend too much time with them. And then I would just like, crumple it up and throw it away and be like, oh, I hate it, you know? Um, and I've kind of got over that with, with, with music production on some level, but I've, I've kind of read, I've been going through that this last week um, and it's good to go through it. It's good to go through it. It's good to be challenged once in a while. Um, and I'm going to get through this, um, this project, but it's taken me longer than it should. Yeah, and, those, um, uh, those, those um, music and lyrics and singer and production and mixing, those take a while. You remember when I was yeah. in the midst of my country album early this year, and it took forever. I remember every week I was like, well, I'm still trying to finish this. Because um, yeah. now mine was a lot of times because I have a lot of different people involved. Singers, you're, you're, you're doing the same thing with singers on, yeah. um, on all that. And, you know, I, I do the same thing with, with singers on mine as well, um, you know, where I am sending out to, um, we're sending out using uh, sound better and stuff like that, or I'm sending it to Nashville or some singer. So you got to wait till their schedule's done. You got to get that back and you got to get back with them and there's back and forth and that's just on one song. And so if you're trying to send them a bunch of songs, then, uh, then, you know, it's just a lot of work. It's just it, a lot of work. It's just a lot of things need to come together, you know? It, it, and it's it's funny because when I first signed on to the project, I'm like, oh, this will be a breeze. It'll be easy. Um, but a lot of things need to come together. Like you said, when there's a lot of moving parts with, with other people involved, you have to work around their schedules. And then you, you know, it's like you could write something that might work on paper, but then when you get the other singer onto it, it sort of has to work, you know, for their range. And like, it might not just come, it just might not come together the way that you envisioned it. It might. Um, and uh, it's difficult to make the changes and, and to edit stuff. So um, yeah, but you, you know, luckily Artless is really patient and um, they, they, you know, they're not breathing down. Uh, they're not like upset that I'm, I'm taking a little bit longer with this one. Um, they understand that these things happen. So um, that's all good, <clears throat> but um, it's it is kind of disruptive because I'm trying to I'm started I've started filming for this new trailer course that I'm going to be um, putting out in the production music academy. Hopefully by the end of this month, I sort of want it to be like the the the, the, the brand new um, 2023 uh, new course. Um, so hopefully I'll, I'll get it done before the end of the year. But uh, it is that is in itself is very time consuming. So um, yeah, trying to spend a lot of time finishing those two projects up and um because those are eating up so much of my my time every day uh, i haven't had a lot of uh, extra time to like do uh, write anything for motion array uh, for example so um yeah you know that's where where i'm at but uh other than that other than those kind of frustrating um <laughs> things i'm going through i am showcasing the november challenge this wednesday uh on my cool. youtube channel um and it is, you know, in a nutshell, it's like the most difficult challenge I think of the of the year so far. I really wanted to do something for it, but I just the time it's going to take to mic things, you <laughs> know, so like I was going to have to figure out a way to mic my piano because I was going to do some piano, or I was going to do some kind of vocal arrangement, you know, and just do only vocals. But yeah, uh, it, it's not just like 
going over to your computer and say, oh, the limitation is just strings. Okay, cool. And yeah. then you go in and, and you, you know, you have to, you have to, this is a whole new setup. Really. The limitation is no VSTs whatsoever. Yeah. Can, it all has to be recorded by you. Um, you can sample yourself, uh, but you can't use any virtual instruments. So I, yeah, I've, I've, I'm pretty happy with where I'm at with my own project, but I've only had, I've only gotten two submissions for this challenge from the Academy. And usually people send me stuff last minute. Um, I so might I'm, try something tomorrow, but it's, it's, yeah. uh, it, it can be simple. It can be really yeah. simple. It'd just be you and a guitar or something. I don't, or, um, or whatever. You can play yeah, your piano. It'd be really that. simple if it was just me and guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that you're not a guitar player, but yeah, no. It's, record yourself playing piano or something. I don't know. It could be really. It could be pretty uh, stripped back. But yeah, um, I, I'm excited to see what people send me. I think I think it is a really tough challenge, and I, I've had two submissions sent to me so far, which are both really really impressive. All right. You hear that? You all uh, need uh, if you're part of the P um, Production Music Academy, uh, or it sounds like maybe even if you're not, you need to <laughs> send Steve something that uh, <laughs> is not. I'm wondering, maybe I have something old I could just pull out that I've done yeah, pull already. Yeah, pull something out. I think about that. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, you know, Christmas is, Christmas is gearing up over here. There's snow snow on the ground in Vancouver, and uh, um, there's... It's hot in here. It's hot here. In, it's hot here in Hawaii. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's we not, are burning up. Christmas you can't here. see the sweat, but it's... Uh, and, I can't uh, believe Steve is not really sweating. He's directly in the sun, as you can see. There's cookies waiting for me back in in Vancouver. There's cookies and uh, and baked wow. goods and um, the wife. The missus is, uh, is already. The, she set up the Christmas tree and then the Christmas decorations are out. It's uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, we've got a we got a big Christmas tree up. It it's we're still spreading the branches if you know what I mean. Uh, still haven't put anything on it yet. Is it real or is it uh, is it fake? It's fake. Yeah. Uh, we haven't done a real one for a while. We like doing real ones. They're just a mess, but yeah, we like doing nice. them. Yeah. Whoa. Man, it's really getting. Woo! Wind's picking up. That, that wave is really. That last one. <laughs> uh, you can't. Uh, you know, Steve and I did a little surfing early this morning when we first got here, and uh, I think uh, you you won that one because I I can't stay up on the board, and uh, Steve was hanging ten. I was hanging ten, or man. at least nine. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I might be overspeak. I don't. I'm. I'm assuming you have ten toes, but I don't know. Swimming with the sharks and the dolphins. <laughs> it's fun. All right. Is that it for your news this week? That's it for me. All right. Well, uh, as far as my news, um, I'm also trying to finish a project, uh, the percussion project that I'm doing for a, a library. And I'm hoping they they don't get uh, – they. I mean, it was about a month or two before when they said, you know, to do, do, do a few more. So I've just got a, about got everything done. And I should be sending that here in the next few weeks. It's one of those, you know, when you when you are, are trying to figure out what should I be doing right now, you go to the thing that you know that you need to be doing. And that thing for me is this project. Um, that being said, um, I did just get something accepted to Motion Array in seven days. Oh, really? What was it? I don't know. Well, it was just a, a, a new track that I did. Um, it was called The Last Embers. I think I played it for, I think I may have put it in one of your, I don't know. I put it up, up for somebody to hear. They did, they reviewed it in seven days. That's pretty good. Seven or eight. Yeah. Wow. Uh, usually it's 12 at least, uh, 11 or 12. So, um, I don't know. Maybe they're speeding up yeah, or something so. for Christmas or something. I but, know, um, backed up. 
you are uh, working on something about motion array, aren't you? Are you not? Um... Yes. Oh, yeah. Like the uh, the interview, I didn't mention that. Yeah, I've uh, I'm going. To, I've been in touch with the the folks at Motion Array, and we're going to do be doing a, a live, uh, not not live, but uh, an interview for YouTube. Um, and I'm compiling all of these really important questions uh, that I'm just going to ask them, uh, and they're they're happy to answer it. And if you want to send it, one of your questions over, then you know get in touch with me or go into the Discord. Um, and you'll see that I posted there that there in the in the stock music licensing um, topic. I have a little Google form. Um, yeah. You can hit me up in the academy if you're if you're a member there, uh, or send me an email. And uh, you know what we'll 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 give them these questions and we'll see what they say. I mean, I I know for I can tell you, you know, from talking to them that they're they're more than happy to um, to you know answer uh, clarify things and be as transparent as they can possibly be. You know. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not perfect. They always uh, have they're, been, they're, actually. They're, yeah, they're they're good people over there, and they, they want um, to. Uh, they don't want people to be frustrated. Uh, they want to improve the the site as well. So I think that they value the feedback and and whatnot. So actually, all the libraries I've done um, uh, videos on Pond Five Motion Array. I'm doing one on Crucial right now. Crucial Music. Um, I've done I've done videos on um, audio sparks. They all sent me responses to questions I had, saying I'm going to do a video on you, and can you um, can you uh, give me some answers to these questions? And they all did. And so, yeah, right. and I used them in the interview. I mean, in the in the video. And yeah. so now, the the motion array one was last year. Uh, I think somewhere around October or something. So that was a long time before the changeover. So the, your video is due. I mean, we, we're due another Motion Array update video from, from them, I think. I think it'll just help people to see that there's like a human being on the other side of it, right? I mean, that yeah. it'll help people to see that there's, there's just like, it's, I think people, it's like road rage. You, you don't see the people that are in the car and like you just, you have this idea of, uh, of you know, of, of this perception of things that are happening at the library. But when you actually have a conversation with somebody face to face and you see that they're trying their best, that they're doing, you know, that they that they care, then I think it makes a big difference. And um, there is obviously a lot of uh, uh, tangible frustration um, in the in the Discord discussions about Motion Array uh, because of some of the drastic changes they made yeah. um, this year. But I think we can clear some of it up. We're going to talk about stock music, uh, and I'm, I'm actually preparing a stock music video. I mean, a stock music licensing video, or I started a script this morning about it. But we could talk a little bit about it today and address a little of the frustration that people are having. I think that's an important thing. Um, as far as the rest of my news, uh, let's see, what else is there? Um, I've just been working on getting things out, trying to grow the channels and continue the channels and, and work. I mean, between those things, sometimes that is enough. I have started a new morning routine uh, or trying to, didn't do it this morning because, you know, here in Hawaii, but um, I am trying a new morning routine where I try to wake up and don't do a lot of email or, or things real quick and then get to composing first and just spend after I'm awake and I've had a cup of, you know, a couple of liquid things <laughs> and some caffeine and I will get in here and just try to do some composing or working on things that I am trying to get done. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and cause there's a, as a, there's always a long list of songs that need to be finished, not written, but just 
finished. Yeah, right. And so um, get them done, get them out to the libraries, get them up on Spotify. I'm also um, going to try and experiment with trying to get everything on Spotify and also try to do some some light marketing uh, on a daily basis uh, to Spotify and try to grow the Spotify channels as I release new songs. I'm also releasing a Christmas album here in the next week or so. Uh, what it, how many songs it's going to be will just depend. I got to get it out. I think by next week. Now, and when, you, when you say marketing, do you mean uh, like paid advertising? Uh, for yeah, Spotify? like Facebook and Facebook, yeah, and Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. Facebook, Instagram, using some kind of video. And you know, um, DistroKid. I'm going to do a DistroKid video too and talk about right. their video things. But um, using just using DistroKid alone, just using the DistroKid Quick Video Maker. Um, where it plays a little of the song and or one of their other tall video makers. And then their, their um, what's it called? The, the page that has the hyperfollow page. Yeah. yeah. And just using that and see if that stimulates all of the DSPs, all of Spotify, Apple, everything. And just see if that, you know, kind of uh, makes you, makes us, make stats that I can see go up and I'm just going to start measuring it. It's kind of an experiment. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I'm into and doing and, and trying to write some new uh, Christmas stuff and all that kind of stuff right now doing, I have a lot of Christmas arrangements in my head, so I'm trying to get them all out, but, uh, uh, you know, you got to do what you got to do here in Hawaii. Um, all right. Uh, I have all my party stuff with me, but can't find you here in Hawaii. <laughs> Uh, we're on, we're probably on another Island. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're over Island. There's... Huh? What'd you say? Oh, I said we're on a very secluded Island. Yes. Yes. This is a, uh, and plus we have security around, so you couldn't get in even <laughs> if you want because of the security. The security so, is very intense. <laughs> um, the other thing I've been doing is working on the make music income mastermind as some of you saw uh, and some of you are part of already thank you so much if you are part of it uh it uh thanks shout out to everybody who is jumping into the make music income and i do want to mention that the mastermind will have a new component coming up stevie b and i were just talking uh as we were uh finishing up surfing and and uh and and kind of just relaxing on the beach uh, uh and, and just staring at the beautiful sunrise here in Hawaii, we were talking about the opportunity to uh, build Make Music Incomes Mastermind and also offer uh, some some perks of the Production Music Academy and, and kind of offer that as part of the mastermind. So as some of you know, we are still in the early bird pricing of this mastermind. And so if you want to get involved in that and you want to know about what might be added with the uh, production Music Academy. You know, if you're already a member of the Production Music Academy, this may not apply to you. But um, if you aren't and you would like to be, um, we would love to talk to you about that. And and just continue to go to this site right here that you see below and uh, get in touch with me about the mastermind. All right. So speaking of one thing, I was uh, of the Academy and uh, and Motion Ray. Just quickly before we move on, I just wanted to, to give a big shout out to uh, longtime. Uh, member uh, Frodo, uh, uh, his name's Ninian. Uh, he goes by Frodo. Yeah. Um, he got into uh, Motion Array this morning. He got, Excellent. Got to, yeah, we've got more and more members uh, saying that they're getting accepted. Um, and uh, 
it's I don't think it was his first time applying. I think he was turned down his first time. Um, but yeah, it's exciting news. So I just wanted to give him a big shout out. It's hope too that it, you know uh, Alex also tried for the longest time and it took him several times to get in there. Yeah. You just have to continue to take your your quality up, folks, and your and, and get better. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. And so I think things like the Mastermind, things like the Production Music Academy, all the academies that we know about with our friends, these are good places. Uh, um, uh, shoot, even Taxi can be a place that makes you better by trying to do things. Um, yeah. So, well, that's great to hear. Let's move on today into our first subject. We're going to just talk about three subjects today on this 50th anniversary because, you know, uh, you're only in Hawaii. You're not in Hawaii that often. So Steve's uh, already being uh, pulled in many directions, um, and, and, and he's he's very popular here in Hawaii. You may not know that. <laughs> that's, why, that's why there's the security. This just It's crazy. <laughs> he is really popular. I don't know. You can see the shirt. He's really, uh, really popular in Hawaii. But anyway, um, today I want to talk, I want to just, we're going to hit some three major points. We're going to talk about sync licensing, stock licensing, and stock, uh, Spotify and DSPs. And because I still think that these um, are three areas that need the most um, that change the most and need the most instruction maybe. And, and that both Steve and I, uh, really work on, as you can tell by just what we were talking about. Um, you know, so far, all we've been talking about is libraries that we're trying to hit, get to, and all that kind of stuff. And then Spotify and all that kind of stuff. Those are the three major things. I still think that, uh, you know, music production and publishing and all that kind of stuff, um, is something that we love to talk about, but all of that goes in these. All of those things, um, when you do licensing of any kind, uh, even stock music licensing, you could l be looking at um, copy. I mean, uh, public uh, publishing Perform income from yeah. your PRO from uh, from a lot of places. And so, yeah. um, when you when you boil all this down, we're talking about mechanicals, and we're talking about um, we're talking about all kinds of licensing here, and. Um, and so we're talking about sync licensing. We're talking about all these things, but um, you know, I am, I, I, I think next year in, in 2023, I am going to probably double down on sync licensing, maybe even at the expense of stock music for me. I mean, mm -hmm. I, my stock music seems to do the same, no matter how much I add to it, it <clears throat> brings in a little bit here and that's fine. It's a little cash on the side type of money. Um, I think uh, I, I'm really interested in getting more stuff in libraries. And now, especially this year, since I have seen some success in sync with uh, PRO payments and yeah. seeing those television payments, there's nothing like seeing that going, okay, so all I got to do is 5X this and right. move on to you know the next thing. And that is really what I want to do with, with sync. And um, yeah, I just, I think that's, that's my... And, you know, in some ways, you're seeing that success with Artlist. You're seeing some sync licensing success without any other library except uh, except uh, Artlist. And and as I've shown, I'm not so sure um, that you can't get some PRO money and television play off of stock music libraries. We've been talking about it for a long time, but um so but when we say sync licensing what we're talking about is <clears throat> license songs that are used in 
a television show, in a movie, in something that's going to pay your PRO. And yeah. to me, that's something that I'm interested in. Uh, if you are interested and you're here in the chat, let, let us know your thoughts and or questions about sync licensing. We'll answer them live here. But what are your thoughts about this, Steve? What are you looking at for 2023? Yeah, well... It- it's a funny question because like I, we, we talked, I just, I'm just having flashbacks to talking about 2022 back in last at the end of last year or the year before. And, um, and the, the year just played out so differently than I'd, I'd imagined it would. Yeah. And, um, you know, I never, I didn't re- I really did not expect that motion array would be such a source of income, uh, throughout this year. Uh, and especially with what happened at the beginning of the year. Yeah, that, for sure. Um, and, you know, but the, everything changed with Artlist with the originals um, program too. So yeah. I mean, now that yeah. I'm sort of I'm doing like work for hire uh, stuff, it, it it has really been um, a stable source of income um, for me, and in terms of like custom pr- uh, production, and and then Motion Ray has just been this great um, you know extra buffer to that income, and I really didn't think that the the year would play out like this. Uh, I did, you know, very little in the way of like custom composing outside of that. Um, you know, years previous to this one were full of, um, you know, projects like, you know, like little film scoring projects and stuff like that. And uh, that uh, that didn't happen this year. It was uh, it was more just like, you know, focusing um, primarily on on working with Artlist Motion Array. And then, you know, the rest of my time was spent um, just <laughs> working on the Academy, basically, like, you know, yeah. doing courses and stuff like that. And that made me really happy. You know, it was, it was, uh, it was a good balance. Like I really enjoyed it. So I'm, I'm in a good place. Uh, but like you said, I, I really do want to um, push forward in, in sync licensing in terms of like getting backend uh, payments through, through performance royalties. Uh, I think, you know, you got quite a bit of a head start on me with, uh, with that. I'm still sort of, you know, working things out in, in that realm. Um, I don't know, uh, you know, when I'll start seeing some, uh, s- some, you know, significant income from, from the royalties. But, um, you know, other than sync licensing, I'm, I'm hopeful that content ID is going to be something that will uh, continue to grow uh, throughout next year as well. So we'll, we'll see. Um, certainly, <clears throat> if you're looking at the statements on Identify, uh, the number of detections and videos that are being, um, are being flagged or are just, are just growing exponentially. So there is some hope there. Uh, but and aren't you ready? Aren't you about to see your big yearly? Uh, um, aren't you about to get a bonus, a yearly bonus here really soon? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get a, <laughs> a bonus from from Artless, um, but I suspect that it'll be like half the amount that I made uh, last year based because, on stats. Yeah, based on the stats, based on the amount of downloads I got, because I just didn't send them as much stuff for uh, under the non-exclusive agreement. Uh, it was, you know, I did half, half. Because you were working with them so much on other stuff. On the, right? on the, on the buyouts, yeah. So, I mean, in total, I will have made probably just the, the same, uh, around the same. But, you know, uh, half of it was paid to me up front rather than getting it as royalties at the end of the year. So, um, we'll see how that goes. But, um, you know, I think that in terms of next year, just like I, I just really want to keep improving the Academy. I, I, I have such a great time uh, connecting with people in the academy and then creating the, the, the content that's helpful for people there. It really is Hawaii five uh, Oh, Oh yeah. Security. Five Oh is on the, yeah, is on the hunt for somebody. It's a lot of crime here in Hawaii. And so, um, uh, speak of sync licensing. ISO says, I love sync licensing. I'm working on three tw- 12 track albums right now to kick off 23 
and pitch to libraries. There you go. Now you know what uh, this is. It, this particular and my ebook coming out is also kind of describes this process. There is if you talk to Jesse uh, of Sync My Music, he would say uh, his way of doing it is is to uh, build a ten song thing and then find a library that likes it and then make more stuff for them in that same style because they like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and my approach has been completely different to sync licensing and much like ISO is talking about right here, three albums and then pitch them to libraries. In other words, he's not um, looking for a, looking at a library and then going to, uh, to, to, you know, uh, do what they want. He is producing uh, three albums. Now, I don't know what he is producing. If you want to talk, <laughs> Andreas, he's glad they didn't catch him. Andreas is on the run from the Hawaii Five O right now. Uh, you better be careful because they don't take kind to uh, to Swiss the Swiss here in uh, in I believe you're in Switzerland. I don't think he's actually Swiss. I don't think they like anybody over there. Uh, they're really uh, it's anyway. Um, I said, so my Swiss. plan is to pitch with, huh? He is Swiss. Are you uh, not or Germ? I think he's from Germany. Germany? Oh, Tell okay. us where you're from, Andreas. I think it's Germany. I right. uh, says, my pa- plan is to pitch to three different libraries and work with all three. Oh, that's a good plan. Um, I'm, I'm, I'll keep you busy. I'm in, three li- I'm in three and a half libraries. If I get this album done and they accept it, I'll be in four, uh, what I would say, fully complete as far as I know, exclusive libraries and one non-exclusive library, which is Crucial Music. But um, what I love about Crucial is that uh, they show you where they pitch. I just had a song pitched to an ABC television show and a CBS television show. And so I've got to put those songs, and I haven't yet, that are on Crucial on my tune set because I don't know if they're, I mean, I don't think, they tell you when they pitch it, but you only know if you get played if it gets if something gets detected or or on a show so hmm. um say, uh, crucial is doing the work i need to get more on crucial and so I, i've been working on that that's cool um yeah. he says it is called swiss german oh they really don't like swiss germans here in hawaii so be oh, careful yeah. andreas uh they're always on the look for those swiss germans um but anyway uh enough about the hawaii 50 um but uh yeah i'm I'm really focused on getting this next album done, and and the way I create music, it's going to be in my uh, sync licensing book. That's just about three quarters done. Um, it is is I really want to just keep creating uh, what I want to create. I think the secret to any good licensing career is enjoying making the music that you want to make, and uh, music. Uh, the music has to be what you want to do, otherwise. Um, it's like a job. Now, if you're young and you're doing music that uh, you don't like, but you're doing music and you're 20-something and you're like, this is awesome. I'm doing music and getting paid. Well, then that's great. Um, do it however you need to do it. But my way has always been to create the songs and and, and, the, and the music that I want to make. And I've got another album that I'm just starting on, a very fun uh, classical album. I'm not going to release – I'm not going to talk about it yet because it's a secret it's a secret. Uh, I don't want to be stealing my idea, but um, it's good. It's going to be a cool album once I finish it. But um, Jonathan Carlos says, "Crucial always tell you when you've had a sale." Mm, that's pretty cool. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, in your stats page, they don't ring you up. <laughs> okay, I don't. Hello, this is crucial. You've had a sale. Thank you, crucial. <laughs> um, Daydream says, Eric, did you make sales recently on Yummy Sounds? I have not seen a Yummy Sounds payment this past month, so no Yummy for me. Um, we'll Yummies. get to we'll get to stock here. Any other thoughts about Sync? I mean, I mean, you're, I know you're pretty crazy and happy with the way things are going right now. Any any changes in this this area, or you think that Artlist is doing what you need it to do for sync licensing right now? Right now, it's keeping me pretty busy. Uh, in terms of its impact with sync licensing, in terms of getting it uh, stuff onto TV and and whatnot, uh, we'll see. That still is yet to be determined. But uh, I am working with some uh, so, so, some new folks who uh, might be able to get my music on on television. I'm excited about that. It's a it's cool. a pretty new development, so um, you know I won't go into it. But um, I am hopeful that next year is going to be a big year in terms of getting placements. Um, but I'm patient. You know, that's the nice thing is like I got uh, enough going right now that I I can be I can afford to be patient. So that's that's the important part. Cool. Let's see how it plays out. Yeah, I I just um I I just it's a long long game. So to me, the last PRO check now next. PRO check may not have anything on it, although I had some bigger placements than those than those Christmas ones uh, in the throughout the summer. So I'm expecting at some point for those to pay, and those were very long plays, like one minute and a half, like four or five times nice. on this German reality show. And so we'll see what that pays. Now it could pay. Could pay ten bucks. Could pay five bucks. Who knows? But that's just the whole point of this. Uh, there needs to be more. I'm waiting for my country album and a few more albums to come out on one library. I'm waiting to see if there's any action on this one library that I signed with uh, mm -hmm. called Scorekeepers. I haven't seen any action uh, from that as far as I know yet. Uh, again, you never know if stuff's being used necessarily. But I haven't seen any PRO information on that. That's been about a year. I think a lot of those songs have been on there. So we'll see at the end of the two or three year deal with them if I take those down or not. Yeah, it's like it's like in the TuneSat stuff too. You know, it's like I'm getting all these placements um, on networks from the Artless stuff, but I'm not sure if that's gonna how it's gonna translate when it's gonna translate to performance royalty or if or if at all. So it's it's still Are they like writing this down mark. in cue sheets if they get it yeah. quote unquote license royalty free. Do they think oh we don't have to file a cue sheet for this and we'll just have to find out? I mean. It's it's very possible that, that that's what's happening. So. I have one example where that did happen with an audio jungle sale. And I'll be talking right. about that in my video this week and showing where that came from. But that's so we do have we do have information that that can happen, that stock can lead to sync licenses. Mm -hmm. and, and so anyway, um, all right, well, let's move on here, folks. Now we're going to talk about stock music licensing and let's go ahead and address the elephant in the room. A lot of people have been questioning um, not just uh, the the idea of stock music, and I, it's kind of pushed a new video script out of me called Is Stock Music Licensing Still Worth It? And that'll be here coming in the next few weeks as soon as I edit. You know, that and the other six videos I have unedited <laughs> sitting on my hard drive right now. But um, I, I just think it's important to talk about. And um, I, you just had a really great interview, and if you guys haven't seen it, go to um, Dave Cross 52Q's podcast. Really good explanation and talk with Stevie and Dave there about 
kind of re the re-education of Dave Croft on stock music licensing. He was really interested in, in wondering if he got the whole thing, if he's mistaken stock music. And, and, uh, and, and I think he may even want to try it, although I'm not even sure I would if <laughs> him. I mean, sometimes well, he's, he's got a, He's got his plate full already. He with, has a very and full plate. And this is the thing. I mean, it's like, you know, uh, not to cut you off here, but they, 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 if you already got, you know, the, the momentum that you need in, in one area, I mean, it's like, you should just roll with it. I think yeah. it's like, it's, it's like you, you don't have time ultimately for everything. You can't, you can't do everything all at once. Um, so I think Dave's in a great position because he's, you know, he's, 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 he's put the time in uh, for what he's seeing in terms of results from, uh, from sync licensing. And, and that's great. I don't know if you'll, if you'll get into stock, but it certainly was a really interesting discussion just because we're on totally opposite sides of the fence in terms of the, the whole licensing um, uh, realm. And there's this funny divide between uh, the stock music guys and the, and like the exclusive TV production guys. And, I think that they should. We should all come together and, and and chat more often, like like Dave and I did. I think it was a really interesting discussion. I, I just think you have to think of it all as licensing, and you you, you can't really. Yeah. I mean, Artlist is is changing the game a little bit, and as we just saw with what I just talked about, having an audio jungle sale be used in a television show and pay me sixty eight dollars or something like that. That's that's a nice little thing to have on your PRO check, and uh, that was totally just a normal sale. I mm-hmm. mean, talk about content ID. I mean, content ID is nothing to television use, and so um, I, <clears throat> the other thing about stock music, and I, I know everybody really has a problem with Motion Array right now, and I think your hopefully your Motion Array video will will assuage to use a big word there. Uh, the people a little bit, but I think it's important that people know that these companies are are doing the best they can. Uh, all of us composers are flooding them with lots of songs, and they are curating yeah. as fast and as quickly and as best they can for the people who are actually using these things. And again, you and I have talked already about the what does the client need, what does the um, the person who is on Motion Array need and, and Artlist need and all those places need. Obviously, somebody went to Audio Jungle and needed something for a, a TV show or either that or they just downloading a bunch of music and thought, oh, that's a good one to have in my bank to use. And uh, and I've got the information on every Audio Jungle thing I put there. I put my, you know, my PRO information. So um, I think that stock might wonder what if stock became – a subset of sync. In other words, it 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 it. I think Artlist is is one of the companies, and Motion Array maybe too, and maybe we're going to see more television shows use those libraries. Well, I think that's happening with Artlist. I mean, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I, that's I, what I'm saying. I'm saying that the stock music licensing doesn't have to just be for goofball. YouTube videos or for corporate presentations. Maybe the stock music is going to become a subset of sync licensing because really they're they they operate the same way. You go to a sync library at BMG and you pay a license to use the song, and then you have to pay PRO royalties. And guess what? It works that way with stock as well. Or or not? I mean, if you're not if you decide that you're not going to file the cue sheets, I guess that's probably the assumption that a lot of people make. There are stations that do that for sync, though, too. 
I mean, they might get in trouble, but if they're a tiny thing and or, or somebody just drops the ball on a cue sheet from a BMG library, that could happen as well. Mm-hmm. All of that is nothing – just because you get it from uh, some some quote-unquote exclusive library, and that doesn't mean somebody is going to correctly file the cue sheet. Right, right. You know, so it it could it could just as easily be missed on a sync licensing site as it could a stock music licensing song. It'd so, be interesting to see the worlds merge a little bit more. That's, that's still, what I'm I saying. still feel like there is like a, a big divide uh, between the two, um, and you know, certainly there's you know content creators, YouTubers aren't going to uh, these exclusive libraries for uh, for for music. They're going to places that's like an all you can eat buffet for mm-hmm. a monthly subscription price, uh, Motion Ray, Artlist, whatever. Yeah, and I think that the other thing I want to say about stock music is um, that I think it's still a great place for people to start. And I think um, people who are considering getting into sync licensing and or any kind of licensing, they want to license their music. There's just no better place to start with than Pond5. And then you can step up to someplace like Motion Array, which is going to be a higher bar, or Artless, which is going to be even and, a higher and, bar. And that just remains true to this yeah. day. Uh, like, you know, I, I just spoke with somebody like a, like a week ago who's still making like $300 a month um, uh, on Pond5, uh, regularly th- throws stuff up there. And um, it, it's a great place to start, man, because that they're, you know, they, they're just not as picky. They're not as a um, it's, it's fairly easy to get your music on there. Uh, and it's, it's not an intimidating, demoralizing place to start your journey, you know, because of some of these other libraries, they just have a higher standard, um, for, for stuff. And, and, you know, you, you, motion array is definitely the, the qualities, the bar has gone way, way up over the last two years. And, um, not to say that like Mo- pond is going to take anything and everything, but, uh, they certainly like are, are not that picky if you, if you, yeah relatively you know yeah. so i think you're right it's a good place to start and it's a good place to get your like your just get your mind around the all the things you need to do like tagging mm-hmm. your your tracks and then and, and putting and doing edits and stuff like yes. that all this all these things can you can learn to do them extremely quickly and and just and be and efficient with them. only going to help you if you're going to then apply to some larger exclusive library or something yeah. all those skills of producing editing uh, making the right kinds of files, 2448s or 1644s or MP3s or, like you said, edits, all that kind of stuff. Those are all tools you're going to need to work with either side of licensing. So yeah. that's why I think that um, stock music licensing is a great training ground. I'm not trying to flood the world. Uh, not that we've been accused, although we have. Uh, I'm not even sure accused is the right word, but uh, we are certainly – some of the leaders in saying go 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 stop music well and look, i think one of people people's one one of their like primary um complaints about stock music is that uh is is that it's like super saturated and i think that you could say the same thing for for sync licensing in, yeah. gen- in general i don't think or spotify yeah exactly i think it, it's all super saturated of course there's a lot of people trying to compete for attention uh in these spaces but i think that you know i and this is the the theme that I've kind of consistently um, kept up with this whole last year is if you're if you're thinking outside the box a little bit and you really get into um, trying to figure out what it is that uh, you know people are looking for, what people want, and where the gaps are in terms of any library that you're working with, you can do really really well. You can still do well, and I think that 
Um, if you're writing good music, you're re and your your uh, your mix mixes are, are sounding are great. Your ideas are, are original. Um, then your mix your tracks are going to find their way to the su success that they deserve. I think that they'll cut above um, at the you know the noise and and the and the crowd and they'll get noticed. And I think that that's uh, there's still a lot of opportunity out there to do well. If you're watching this right now and you're you're here live, tell us your your experience right now in stock. Tell us what you are you are doing and what is happening for you right now in stock. Or are you even doing it? Or are you focusing on more exclusive type libraries? Um, I, I think again. It, hey, listen, if there were more crucials in the world, I would be pushing to sign up with them, non-exclusive libraries where I kept all my publishing. Well, no, they take the publishing, but um, I, I am looking at other things. Um, the beautiful thing about Crucial is non-exclusive, so you can continue to post them in other places. But um, mm -hmm. I, I also want to find uh, and build eventually a lib uh, email list of people who I could send the newest stuff to and say, hey, this is the newest stuff this week. And so uh, I love finding places like that. I'd love to find more non-exclusive type libraries uh, short of starting our own. And don't start, people. We're not starting our own libraries. That's a lot of work. Uh, <laughs> I like the story you told about your friend who started the library, and that's how you got started. That was pretty funny. Yeah. it's yeah. Does he still run that? He's still he's still going strong, yeah. Is he um, making any money? I I think he just does okay. I mean, I think it's a big market, you know. I mean, there's. <laughs> Is it a site I, like the size of Lester's or something like that, or? Uh, no, it's much it's much bigger than Lester's. Um, Lester's is like yeah, like a, a real sort of like homegrown uh, like grassroots type site. I mean, it, it's a beautiful site or whatever, but I mean, it's run by him and and one and his web developer. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, but no, this uh, my friend has a team, a uh, whole team behind it. Um, yeah. I think it still does does okay. I th yeah, it is an it, it is an interesting story. That, that that's how I got into this whole this whole mess here I am today because of that. Uh, but it's uh, it, yeah, you know, I think it is a it's a really it's a tough business manager. I, I wouldn't want to get into it now just because of the competition is pretty stiff. But like do it getting into it like five or six years ago would have been pretty pretty sweet. Arco says he is more on the exclusive libraries. Um, I guess that means he, he's focused more on that. Linda uh, says writing for both sync exclusive and stock as we as I am as well. So yeah, that is um, to be continued on this. And I've got a video coming out where I'm going to be talking about stock and, and my thoughts on this. But let's move on because we we've got this beautiful weather is not going to hold uh, and these clouds, they may seem like they're not moving. But uh, you never know uh, when a storm could could blow in here in Hawaii tropical something or other um spotify and dsps is the last thing i really want to talk about today because i still feel like this is something that people aren't paying as much attention to and they should talk mm -hmm. about legacy talk about um you know how this can be a another part and if you ever want any hope of getting an art list you better have a spotify that looks like something i think in that wouldn't you say that's about true I don't know. I, that's a question for to ask them directly. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was really important when I applied. Uh, they certainly like. I, the thing is, is that I, I've, I've said I've told you this story a couple times, but um, for those listening, I I didn't. I only had one track on my Spotify uh, when I applied to Artlist, and I was kind of embarrassed about that. 
and I didn't include a Spotify link in my application to Artlist, and and it didn't matter because they they went and checked me out on there anyway, <laughs> um, and they actually liked that one track that I had on Spotify, and they were like, "Hey, what what's the story with this this thing?" Uh, so I was. Um, it, it, that was kind of an interesting thing because I was like, well, they're actually, they actually did their kind of like due diligence and they researched, you know, what kind of presence I have online, um, uh, re regardless of the fact that I never actually sent them a Spotify link. Um, mm -hmm. So they do check those kinds of things out. Whether Do you need it to get on our list? I would say I would probably guess and say no. Um, and if the music is really, really strong, um, then it's in their best interest to want to sign it onto the library. That's their business model. I don't think it really matters at the end of the day whether um, it's on Spotify or not. Um, there is a few tracks of mine on Artlist that haven't been uh, distributed yet on Spotify. So it's not like a requirement for them. But right. um, I think that if the music is really, really strong, they're going to want to sign it. Like that's, that's, you know, if I were the were them, that would be you know the the, the first thing that I'm I'm thinking about is like, okay, well, this, this music is good; it's good. Yeah. Last word about Artlist before we move on to Spotify and DSPs. For um, I, I really like your your breakdown with Dave, where where you said, and this is something I believe Artlist, uh, which I always say is one L more than artist. Um, if you take the L out, it's just artist. Uh, Artlist is focused more on artists and Motion Array is focused more on composers and producers, I think. And even though they don't mind pop songs and, and, and vocal songs at all on Motion Array, by the way, I've put plenty on there and they do. And, and sometimes they've done pretty good, the vocal songs. But um, that was pretty good uh, um, way to, to sum up those, those two on Dave's podcast. But... Um, you know, I, 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 I need to take Spotify more seriously, I think. And in 2023, that's something what I'm going to do is is be more focused on getting stuff to Spotify and getting all my albums out and getting all my music out there. If, if nothing, if no, if for nothing else, it's not about making money or, or, or getting lots of followers. It's just about, to me, legacy is getting to be more and more important about having stuff out there everything out and putting it all out, laying it all out there and getting it all out. And so, it, cause once it's in Spotify, it was kind of like putting stuff in CD baby. I put stuff in CD baby 20 years ago. That's still, that's now in Spotify and all the things and has been for since Spotify existed because they took everything from that existing catalog. And the next thing, whatever it is, whether it's Apple or somebody else takes over for Spotify, it'll yeah. be in that catalog. All this yeah, stuff yeah. will be in there. And uh, I think that's important. And I don't think people, we take that seriously enough. Why, unless you're working with a library that wants to control your own spot, their own, your Spotify stuff, you should have all your stuff out there. If you don't, you can take it down quickly. It doesn't matter who you're with. You, if you're with DistroKid or CD Baby, they'll take it down in a few days. And right. so you can always take it down if you get signed to an exclusive deal. But again, I just, and 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 I'm signed with three exclusive deals, and none of them have a thing against the music being up on Spotify. No, I don't know if any uh, of any uh, libraries that would have an issue with it. It's just a totally separate thing. Because they don't know? care about that income. That's mechanical. No, they don't care they don't. about it. Yeah, Artlist and, and Spotify are kind of intertwined in the sense that my original stuff gets distributed by them. Um, so they collect uh, those streaming royalties for me, and then they, we split it. Yeah. Uh, but the... Um, yeah, you know, Spotify is so important. I, I really want to 
focus on that next year as well. And you know, I just uh, I just posted my little um, Spotify Wrapped thing on yeah. on Instagram, and it was like it's so funny because I see a lot of my my you know musician friends are just putting up big numbers, and I'm just like, wow, it's amazing! Like you know, million, two million uh, streams. I'm like, wow, nuts. Um, I had uh, I think it was like 101, 102,000 streams this last year. Um, and that's gone from zero to that in a, in a year or so. And it, that, you know, that makes me feel really um, optimistic about, uh, about Spotify as, as some, somewhere that I could, something that I can grow over the next couple of years for sure. Uh, like you, I also want to kind of investigate marketing uh, a little bit more throughout the next year. And I just think it is, it, it's important. I think it's, it's something that if you can get some traction momentum on it, that is another uh, totally viable source of income, even though streams, a stream is like a fraction of a cent. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you add those up and, uh, they, they can be some, something mean, meaningful. Uh, just it's, it's like anything else. It just takes a while to grow it and, um, and get the momentum going. So, and we say Spotify a lot and we don't mention Apple and we don't mention Amazon and we don't yeah. mention a lot of these other and, and YouTube music, which is probably the second biggest after, uh, Spotify, probably, I think as far as its audience. And um, we don't mention these things. We, we, we don't talk about the other DSPs. And when we say DSPs, we're, 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 we're meaning digital um, service, pro. service providers yeah. like Apple Music, like um, Amazon Music, which is coming on, and YouTube Music. Those are the, probably the four big ones, but there's other ones like Deezer and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But and everybody listens to a different thing. So if you are sending this out to a to an audience, that, I have a class right now that is the median age is twenty six, and they are split down the middle of Apple versus Spotify users for streaming. Oh, interesting. I mean, yeah, they are, and I'm finding more. I, I'm shocked because uh, of the people that listen to it. Um, not everybody is on Spotify. Some people prefer yeah. Apple. Right. And right. So. Uh, Deepak says, uh, looking forward to your tan videos with the amount of time. Yeah, we are really, we have some really major sunblock on. So, uh, you might not notice any change in Steve's skin <laughs> at all. <laughs> Big shout out to Deepak. Welcome, man. <laughs> Hope all um, is well, uh, in India, my friend. We got a lot of, we got a big Indian contingent here. Arco yeah, says, Arco from India as well. I'll be releasing stuff to DSPs through a distributor that promotes your music, like publish pushing the music to playlists from their side. That's cool. That's very cool. Uh, uh-oh. Uh, Andrea says, at least I found some strong security, but it's hard to come around. <laughs> they say it's only possible after the show. Yeah, we'll see after the show, Andreas. We'll, we'll go sh- have a Mai Tai. Yeah, we'll go have a mimosa. Uh, Andreas, we uh, has some questions. He uh, posted a couple of questions up in the academy. Oh, we can let's get to, get to them. You want to get them now or, or uh, um, Yeah, I, I don't have much more to say about Spotify. I just want to make sure that Everybody knows that Spotify, while it's probably the most robust of the DSPs as far as how you can interact with it, I think. Yeah. Um, I just I, I think that we we need to pay attention to all of them, and uh, and I do think there needs to be some promotion going on to help things move along. Unless you've got an automatic promotion thing going on, like you do with Artlist a little bit, that kind of steers people there. Uh, but you know our friends Andrew Southworth and and uh, and especially uh, and and also Tom Dupree the third yeah. they have great uh, videos about how to do that and uh, very nerdy videos about how to do all that but uh, yeah it's something we don't talk about enough so what uh, what other questions 
um, that you that you have what are, yeah, what are some questions I'll, I'll uh, read these questions in a second i just seeing a, a daydreams uh yeah i saw that here. it's a, that's a really good point i think something that that you're bringing up there it, it's like stock is kind of low lower maintenance yeah. in, in a sense and i think that's what is the appeal uh, and especially why it's a good place to kind of get things started um is that it, it, he, you're absolutely right to to point out that um that sync requires a whole different level of communication and uh and, and research and involvement and research yeah that's absolutely true yeah <clears throat> that is really good and yeah it, you, all you have to do is produce a song and you throw it up to the libraries done move along with their day you know yeah. versus if you get a deal with an exclusive library and they like a bunch of songs there is no there could be a lot of work like when i had a, yeah. you know now the last job when i had to deliver those country songs he just wanted the logic files and he was going to do the mixes himself so that wasn't as much but before uh, with other libraries and with that library, I've had to provide stems. I've had to provide all sorts of different mixes. Yeah, the um, stems is a whole other level of complication as well. I mean, that's score. You don't really deal with with stock. So scorekeepers has had me send lots of different kinds of mixes here. Hey, hey, what about a mix with just drums and this? Or yeah. what about a mix without drums? And what about a mix like this? And yeah. so, uh, yeah, there is a lot of work there that it, unless you are just a person who does 30, 15, 30 seconds, uh, and 60s and and loops and you do all these kind of different edits every single time and I know you do sometimes and sometimes mm -hmm. not but yeah uh, stock can be a simpler solution the other day I made a song it didn't have any other mixes it wasn't a song that needed to have a loop it wasn't a um, that kind of a song is more of an orchestral type of thing and I yeah. just made the one file and sent it to motion array audio jungle and and Pond five and and a couple other libraries that are quick to upload to vfine is really quick to upload you just put the file up there now and you barely do anything and also infinity a couple others that are just super easy to music case a few of them i haven't made much money or any from there but um well that that's a good uh <clears throat> segue into our into this question here okay um, what's this question have to do with um He's, he's asking, what is the average time it takes to produce a track as a professional? Um, and I think that is a difficult one to, to, to answer because it can vary so much. But uh, <clears throat> when you were just talking about getting that track finished and uploading it to, <clears throat> excuse me, all the libraries, I'm curious, you know, like the first question that came up in my mind was like, well, how long did it take you to write that thing? I started it um, at, in one place and just did it all in logic um and then i took it home and i spent probably about an hour working on it and then when i took it home i spent probably another hour adding new sounds to it and then mm -hmm. it's hard to say because i don't work on just one song from beginning to end i will work on it for a little while could be an hour could be half hour and then i'll say that's a decent start that's nice and then i'll come back and add some more and say hey Okay, and you need the second listen to, after you've created something or started creating something, you know, like an idea to go, is this good? Is this an idea I want to stay with? And that's probably that could be another hour that you end up spending on it, throwing more stuff on it, going, okay, this is going to go somewhere and I really like it. And yeah. then another hour to finish it up. And then I even need another day to come back to it and do the final and say, okay, uh, now I know and I know that's on the list to finalize and just get out. And so when I go into finalize, it's just a final putting everything on it and doing the mix and master and then and then immediately going <clears> ahead and putting on Pond 5 because Pond 5 becomes the first place I put it almost as a library, almost as a 
uh, a database for me. And then I then I I put all the keywords and description into Pond Five and everything is in Pond Five. Everything from my my information of my songwriting and all that kind of stuff and my my numbers and the time and the tempo, everything's in there. So now when I go over and put it in Motion Array and put it up to Audio Jungle, everything is there. And I usually do those three right away. Yeah. Once it's done. <clears throat> so I'm not saying every song takes four hours to produce and to put up, but some take less, especially if it's a piano tune that takes me 15 minutes to, yeah. to just make. Yeah. Know? It depends on the density of the track. Right. I mean, um, I would say it, like if I had to average it out, I'd probably feel like my average time spent on a single song, like over the last 50 tracks that I've done, probably like, four or five hours or something like that. I don't know. It's, it'd be hard to, to average it out exactly, but certainly some take a lot longer. Something that you said also um, I thought was really important to, to mention there is like, I, I very rarely ever just do a track in one go um, and get it right. mixed and mastered and then send it out. It's almost, it almost never happens. I always have to sleep on, on something and then listen to it with fresh uh, ears the next day in order to evaluate it uh, properly. Um, so, yeah, that's something I never do. I, the, the times where I have done that, I have just like, you know, two, three hours just cranked it out and then did the mix and master. I always regret it because uh, I'll, I'll hear it later and be like, oh, no. like my ears were, were just uh, like I needed a little bit more objectivity. I needed to sleep on that before I uh, before I sent it out. So Yeah, and Linda brings up a good a thing here about orchestral tracks yeah. take a great deal of time. And the more orchestral stuff you have, the more you are tweaking um, to get just totally. the right sound. This last song that I was just talking about that took four hours it has a solo cello in it. And, and to make that convincing, there's a lot of that I had to do to that, you know, and yeah. um, there's some other strings and stuff in it too. And there's a big, huge pipe organ. So there's a lot of sonic, you know, craziness in it. That's a little bit more involved than just, you know, a song, either it's just a p solo piano song or something like that. So we just uh, got a uh, an alert here. Dave Croft oh. from 52 Qs is popping in. Uh, Dave wasn't able to make it to Hawaii with us. Um, he had a prior engagement, but uh, <laughs> glad to have you here, Dave. Uh, you, as you can see, we're we're here in, and let me tell you, it is hot here in Hawaii. We did a little little scuba diving <laughs> and, <laughs> and surfing. We kind of like. So we scuba dived and then surfed out. It's it's a it's it's a thing they have here in Hawaii, but uh, yeah, glad to see you, Dave. We've been talking. Your name has been mentioned already, uh, including your interview with Steve recently, which was great. Yeah, it's great to. And great, yeah. Dave and I are having lunch tomorrow, I believe. So I might have to change my flight back from, from Hawaii. <laughs> you do. Direct you need to, to just, I I think that's an easy flight they offer all the time. Hawaii yeah. to Florida to Vancouver. I think you can do that pretty easily i just want i just want to get on one of uh dave's barbecue sessions that's what i that's what i need <laughs> yeah it looks pretty good he's got that <laughs> he's got a barbecue uh i'll bring the ribs instagram yeah i'll bring the sausage that ties in our sausage. feature excellent yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes absolutely um so yeah, I, I think getting back to your thing, it just depends. Uh, somebody else said something back here. Um, Daydream said uh, it depends for art list originals. I need to spend hours and hours for their change demands. <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're not. Uh, yeah, like I, I feel you on that one, hundred um, percent. I've been I've had some pretty smooth 
a, a pretty smooth run with originals. Like the feedback hasn't been too uh, too tricky for me. But in this last project, I don't know if you're here. Yeah, you told me about that last week. I think a real challenge for me. I yeah. just like um, it's not that they're asking for all these changes. I'm actually being hard on myself just because it's so out of my wheelhouse to be writing this like lyrical stuff. But um, yeah, shout out to to Marty who gave me some great suggestions. Marty, say on, that. Um, hey, I'm Marty. On, Thanks uh, for on, being here. Lyrics, uh, lyric writing. It's tough, man. And uh, yeah. Shout out to him for, uh, for giving me some. some hey, Dave, time. while you're here, answer the question that we have here: average time to produce a track for you uh, with your production music. What what is your average time to produce a track and have it ready to go out to that, the places? That is a great question. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, what, my, Andrews had a, another question. If we yeah, go ahead. That quickly. Yeah. Um, how many tracks should you have in your catalog to start? Oh, good one in brackets, which library? I mean, I th this is one that is tough to answer too, but it's um, it's kind of an interesting question because I think that, like, you know, I'll just speak from my own experience with Motion Array and, and an art list. You need like five tracks basically to like get your, get your, get started. Um, if you could send art list a three track submission and they'd be totally fine with that. Um, I think you get five slots for the Motion Array submission. Um, I don't know if you absolutely need to to have uh, five tracks in the in the application, but I think that having five tracks is a pretty good solid place to start for some of the the libraries that I work with. With sync licensing, as most of you know, it, it it's it's it depends, but I think that like you know, it's like Jesse often talks about having ten to twelve tracks, um, you know, a, an album's worth of material to to, to submit. Um, yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> you can't. I'm in Hawaii. <sighs> oh, Dave, Dave's Somebody's got for us here. Yeah, Dave says three to six hours for him. Uh, okay. Dense orchestral or EDM cues can push to eight to ten. So yeah, right, just right. like we were talking about. Um, getting back to how many tracks you should have in your catalog. This is, uh, to me, uh, an important thing that, uh, it, as a matter of fact, it affects the mastermind and um, why people have to contact me before they can be in the mastermind because there has to be a certain number of tracks in catalog. One of the, the biggest problems I see with people is that they they tell me that they are uh, not uh, they are not getting anywhere. And then I ask them how many songs they have. Oh, well, I have almost ten made. And or or they say I'm not getting anywhere on Pond Five. I'm like, how many have you put up? Oh, I've put up a handful, or I've put up. 18 or 15 and i i just think uh, if you're talking about how many tracks should you have in your personal catalog well as many as you can mm -hmm. if you're talking about how many tracks should you have in a library as many as you can <laughs> i think i don't think there's a i i'm not a less is more person i mean i know in some respects you treat motion array a little bit more like i'm only going to put up there what i think might actually work versus me which is the dump truck method which says okay i'm gonna whatever i create i like i'm just gonna pull the dump truck up and and let it, let it all go even if they only make me a few pennies so right. i don't think that um that uh, i i don't treat it the same way and i don't make the same income that you make because you're as we've talked about many times on this show you're very focused on a certain kind of of uh of you know of 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 the way you do stock music is probably the way you should do it if you're interested in it. But if you're interested in making income, you should focus on that type of song that's making music income and go 
do that. Um, but I think if you are just asking a question, how many tracks should you have in catalog? As many as you can. Uh, that's just I what so. I feel. I mean, I think there's definitely something to be said about quantity. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, th I think I just have a very sort of high bar for my own stuff to go out there. Like I don't, I just, I, I'm, I'm pretty hard on myself, but you know, like I'm not going to, um, if I just kind of like throw some, throw something together really quickly and I'm not really feeling the vibe, then uh, I'm going to feel kind of reticent about putting it out there. Uh, maybe I should, shouldn't be so much that way. I think I'd probably get more done if I was just like, ah, sc screw it. I'm just going out. Uh, but I tend to get like really, um, I, I, maybe I, I overthink it a little bit, but I do, I do spend a lot of time like making sure that I feel really, really good about the track before it goes out. Yeah. I have to enjoy it. I have to, I have to yeah. love it. And I have to think that it's great before it goes out. It's just that I have a lot of, um, you know, a lot of different kinds of things that I want to put out. And I know that they aren't necessarily things that are going to, to be the things that people may want, but you never know. And the things that I would have never thought in a million years would have gotten like downloads at Audio Jungle or Pond5 or Motion Array, they do. Yeah, Just true. because I put them up there. And, and they may only make a few pennies or bucks, but it's a few pennies or bucks the more than they'd make sitting on my hard drive. So <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. put them out there, you know. Um, you are welcome, Andreas. Thank you so much. Uh, those, were his, those were his questions? Yeah, thanks okay. for the questions, Andreas. Do you have any other questions? Let me refresh your... the academy here. I may have missed some. Um, the ocean is calling my name. Yeah, we got to get back in for a. Uh, I've got to. I have to teach remotely. Yeah, we need to get to work. <laughs> it's going to be a <laughs> quick flight. Uh, I'm gonna have to do a Zoom class today. <laughs> You're taking a private chat. Um, I think we're. I think that's it for questions. We Deepak can has a has a question here. Do okay. libraries provide analytics about what genre is in demand or trending searches? Now, if you're talking about sync libraries like exclusive libraries, not usually. Uh, they will tell us if we're talking again talking about sync licensing. Libraries will tell us what they want. Like mm -hmm. we need this kind of record. We need this kind of. We don't have this much in our. Um, Yes, see you, Dave. Thanks for joining us today. Bounce. He's bouncing out. Bye, Dave. Dave uses all the cool lingo. Yeah, he's we'll cool. see you tomorrow at, at, for some time, my friend. Yeah. All right. Um, but getting back to Deepak's question here. Yeah, I think uh, sync libraries, exclusive libraries, are going to give you what they want, not necessarily like what is in demand or trending searches or stuff like that. But sometimes you'll see that at, at, at sync libraries, I think. Would you say? I think so. Yeah. I mean, does, uh, I mean, pond five, uh, audio jungle, they'll send out emails all the time saying, Hey, this is trending right now. Um, yeah. this is, this is what we need right now or what we are looking for. Use this code word in your keywords. If you put any of this music out <clears throat> motion array does their own, uh, calls for songs, uh, types of songs, yeah, kind of like requests, mm -hmm. but yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, if you ever want to get kind of like a general sense for what's uh, in demand out there, you can always subscribe to to the to Taxi's email list as well. <laughs> They'll send you something every day saying saying that they need this or that. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, you know, a lot of. I mean, you, you know what? There's always there's always like the big five in demand. You know, hip tons of hip hop, tons of like cinematic orchestral stuff, uh, pop music. Uh, 
reality. Uh, yeah, dramedy. Dramedy's always dramedy in stuff. These things are always in demand, man. Sports, like, like, maybe. Yeah, sports cues for sure. Tony Thomas in the house says, "Where's the lava? Uh, we're we're not near that. We we steered clear of that volcano, so we're on another island, uh, and and Very we just splitted. decided to uh, go to another island because we didn't want to get involved with uh, any volcanoes." Um, Linda says, "There is often a list of trending searches on website. I'm not sure what website that is, but um, so go to like oh, Google. that's true. Yeah, Google does. Google has yeah. has trending Google's, searches. Yeah, Google Trends. Yeah." Um, but uh, I, I wonder, I tend to think that music supervisors and people looking for stuff uh, are looking for it. Uh, see you later, Signature Music. Thanks for being here. Um, I, I tend to think that people are going back to the, the catalogs and the libraries that they already know. And, and that's what they're doing. So, well, man, we have, uh, we have we've, we've got really uh, long-winded here. But, you know, how often are you in Hawaii? That's what I want to know. I'm, I'm overheated, man. We got to get back in the ocean, guys. We got to go. Cool drink. I uh, need a cool, cool off here and uh, <laughs> grab another, you know, mimosa and get in the ocean. Thanks swimming. everybody for being here. Hope you enjoyed Hawaii today. Hope we we uh, we we said something that was uh, somewhat coherent. Um, uh, Arco says he needs better tips for writing me- better melodies. Well, I think we all do, uh, Arco. But uh, one tip is to I just say one word, leaps. That's all I'm going to say. There you go. Leaps. Hello, composers. Hello, composers. Yeah, we'll see you on that channel. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us today. We are going to take off, and we hope you've enjoyed this show from Hawaii. And uh, we'll talk to you on the next podcast. Uh, Everybody, thanks for being here. ISO, thanks for being here. Deepak, thanks so much for being here. Good to see you. We're going to just start waving as I end the broadcast. Nice live session from Hawaii. Yes, thank you. It's very hot, and the ocean is uh, getting soon to us. So, uh, Arco already wants to know what's on the hundred episode. Uh, we'll <laughs> give us a, give us a minute to get back from Hawaii. We'll We're see everybody. Uh, Love wait. you guys. Everybody's uh, waving. Take see care, you. everyone, and we'll see you soon for okay. sure. See you, everybody. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Just a reminder to check out makemusicincome.com and productionmusicacademy.com. And you can find us both on YouTube as well. We both post regular content there. You can find me at Stevie B Production Music Academy, and Eric's channel is called Make Music Income. We'd love to see you there. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe to our content. Also, feel free to join us in the Make Music Income Discord server. Lots of great conversation going on in there, and you can share your work and connect with other like-minded folks. It's a great community. So thanks again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care.